It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. It is time for Off The Leash. The one and the only Georgie Ferruja joins us here. Good afternoon to you, Georgie. Good afternoon, Gareth. How are you? And the queen of greyhound racing, Molly Haynes, joins us. Good morning to your afternoon to you, Molly. Good afternoon. Look, I do think you're a bit too kind there. No, you are the star of the show when it comes to greyhound racing. And Georgie, you're not far behind. Maybe Absolutely. it's the youth. Not the star, the youth. <laughs> the Hillsville Cup, I watched it there on Sunday afternoon. I love straight racing. And Anthony has a party who will join us a little later on here on Off the Leash. His greyhound, Miranong and all, was far too good for Friday Froffies and uh, Startron that was back in third. Gee, they backed Startron uh, from $4 into oh, $2.50 yeah. on They didn't the miss day. it, did it? No, they did didn't they? miss it. I just really liked where Miranong and all was drawn. And I know he does like to find the fence, but um, he, he was just racing so well there. He had a really good first split in his heat and he was uh, also- too good. What about how he crossed, though? He was yeah. in box eight, and he's mm. gone straight over to the rail. He's led everything in the field. It was it was great to see. And um, Anthony, unfortunately, wasn't on course, but I got to talk to the handler, Neil Jones, and he was stoked to be a part yeah. of it. And it just shows how important it is for not only the trainers, but the people around and involved in the yeah. dogs, just how excited and how much enthusiasm mm. is involved in these greyhounds when they're running at group level. They mapped out a barbecue and a party for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he didn't miss. Uh, well done to Neil. Uh, fantastic. And, yeah, really good result. And that's why you listen to RSN Central because on the Friday, Georgie gives his Metropolitan preview and I asked him the question, who wins the Hillsville Cup? And who did you say, Georgie? Yeah, we, we tipped Mooneyong and all. Yeah, what good. price was it at, at that stage? About 340, yeah. 340. Yeah, it's good. That play pays for plenty of snakes and hamburgers, doesn't it, Georgie? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and what about Peter Gallo? You have to feel for connections. Didn't have much luck in the heat, missed the final, and then went quicker than what the winner of the Hillsville Cup went. It's and always, the consolation. It's always, always a little bit of a, a slap in the face too. Look, there's no doubt Peter Gallo is an out-and-out out star. Poor um, time to talk. She actually fell in the first couple of metres, got up and only finished, I want to say, 10 mm. lengths behind. She's a, she's an out-and-out out star too. But Peter Gallo, he is a freak. And I know it was um, it was a bitter pill to swallow uh, for, for Gary Selcraig. So um, he said that, don't worry, the dog will be out and, and back and winning everywhere he possibly can. But, but that's greyhound racing, isn't it? Sometimes the best greyhound don't make the finals because they get into trouble in the heats. There's so many times that the consolation runs quicker than the main <laughs> yes. event. Um, our favourite greyhound, Shimmer Shine, his mum, Shimmer Song, ran quicker in a Melbourne Cup consolation than the Melbourne Cup one year, so it happens. Yep. But you definitely can't take away from Mernyong and Alls no. win. This dog, no. I mean, eight weeks out, these guys planned for this um, straight track series or uh, well, the carnival, I suppose, with the tra- championship and then the Hillsville Cup, so very, very well earned, I have to say. And we'll talk about, the, we'll mail to talk about the speed star as I skip over a few of the, the points that Molly's organised, but I promise Molly will go back to them. The Speed Star allows you nearly to find the best greyhound, doesn't it? The eight quickest qualifiers get their chance in the three different distance categories to to perform on one night and probably don't get into any interference, which is a two-horse or two-dog race. And I love the concept and I can't wait for, for Sunday. You watch when the head-to-head betting markets come out, Gareth, the amount of interest in, in, in regards to the greyhound industry, but also punters in general. Uh, we can't wait for that. We'll mention that all on RSN in the next yeah. couple of days. And look, uh, as we go, the um, the nominations are filtering through. We can we can announce that Tornado Tears is definitely running. Uh, Sinachi's definitely running. Feral Frankie's definitely that running. That is a huge get, Feral um, Frankie. Massive. So, He's um, a people's dog these days, isn't he? That he is. <laughs> how, how far did he break that track record by? You know, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> 
and see track records get broken that far. Uh, yeah, he's an absolute star, that's I'm for sure. I'm really interested in um, Hooked on Scotch. He's the um, the fastest qualifier for the 515 speed star. Now, he raced at Geelong and just <laughs> annihilated mm. the field last week on Friday night, I believe. So, look, no surprise that this dog, um, you know, is in the top, you know, top 10, I suppose. So just for a little bit of a guide, Gareth, if you're running 25.80, 25.90 at Geelong, you're going okay, considering mm. he's only had a handful of starts. He ran 25.30. I mean, he's a really special animal. Just to explain to our listeners who don't follow greyhound racing closely, when you talk times, what are the what are the distances? Say for a tenth of a second. Tenth of a second would be close to nearly two lengths. I okay. Suppose. Yeah. So he's gone six lengths oh, quicker than plus. most. Yeah. yeah plus. Yeah. Yep, so he's absolutely. a he's a pretty special animal. He's the next litter to poke the bear, who was an absolute gun. And it'd be interesting to see how he goes head to head against either Frankie or Sinachi or oh, whoever definitely. he goes up against. It'd be unbelievable. What's the dream match race that you want there on the weekend? And how do they sort out the match races? I think is it is it computerized or is I it? So. Or, I think it is yeah. computerized. I'm I'm not actually 100 percent sure to tell you the truth. Do we have a dream matchup coming up? Got to be Frankie versus Sinachi, who's yeah. clearly the, you know, Sinachi beat him in the in the maturity final. Uh, it would be awesome to see then. They are, I'll tell you the times here, they've qualified in 29.245 and 29.247. That's the race. That and do you have to be lucky what kind of day you get to qualify? Oh, now, poor old Campini got a freezing day and you couldn't even, like, you wow. were shivering out of the boxes. <laughs> How was he meant to qualify? Yeah, that's right. He yeah. only, he, unfortunately, he will, he'll run in one of the consolation races, yeah. there's no doubt. But, um, yeah, the same old story of a Peter See, Gallo there. Yeah, George's dogs, um, he had two dogs trial in um, Did on you make Sunday it, under, the same, under the same conditions. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make the final? I made it only because True Detective won a, a race a couple of months earlier. Yeah, he so trialed he, and, and wouldn't have made no. it if he just... The conditions yeah. were... were no. a atrocious the tra- it just you couldn't yeah. help it it was raining it was cold and yeah i just felt sorry for anyone who was leaving it up to um to last sunday to qualify for the yep. speed star you could really see the heartbreak on their face so i was getting updates sorry gareth yeah. from people in perth saying is this seriously the weather in melbourne on sunday yeah. from, from peter cameron <laughs> who owns campaign it was about 30 odd degrees i think yesterday oh. in in perth so poor old campaign would have thought where the hell am i um but now looking forward to the speed star series wonderful initiative and we'll have the boys from Sandown and Jason Adams. You can join us, Georgie, and Mick the Floyd Man will be joining us as well to hopefully help us back a winner for these match races because I'm going to fill up my tab.com.au phone account and then follow you guys in. Do you know, I'm now, I've actually... been a jinx lately for Georgie. <laughs> Every time he tips me one, they get interfered with. But I think I went to some meditation the other day, and I think we'll be okay. We burnt an olive tree. We're right to go, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about the million-dollar chase. Talking about Feral Frankie, he's dominating. Well, it seems like he's the only dog in the million-dollar chase. Um, but looking forward to the Bulleye final there on Saturday night where we see the national champ, the WA superstar, Premier Chef, uh, Jeff Britton going around. Now, what I love about this is the fact that there's seven out of the eight greyhounds are Victorian. Yes. Well, we can call Premier Chef, uh, he's half he's Victorian. Victorian yeah. He's half be dirty? West Australian, half dirty, Victorian. Pete O'Neill might message you soon saying that yeah. we're, we're on the wrong track hey, here. Wouldn't it be great for us fix to take the New South 
Wales prize money after they put on a million dollar race for us and we oh, say thank you it. very much. We tried last year but uh, Peter Legagioni was too good with Mystic Rite. This is a really interesting series because you get to qualify for the semis and then mm. there's a five or six week yeah. break so some trainers will, will they choose to keep them a bit fresh Gareth going into that race where they're only one away from winning a million or will they keep them going the momentum it's, it's a very very interesting series. Does it hurt our Speed Star series with this race in the same time or not, or, or not really? Is there any of these greyhounds that yeah, could have qualified for the the speed start a little bit, yeah. but we saw the likes of Feral Frankie obviously annihilate the track record yeah. at um, at um, Gunnada, and now he's um, what third or fourth on the um, the rankings and pretty much yeah. guaranteed. Uh, well, he is guaranteed mm. to start on Sunday, so I think it just depends on where on where they fall. I mean, some of these greyhounds that are racing at Bulleye, I would have loved to have seen. Um, racing on Sunday, but unfortunately, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Especially two of them, I would have loved to seen at the speed start. Pindari Express, who's been mm. universally known as one of the fastest greyhounds in the country, and and our greyhound Shimashine. I think those hats are being yeah. manufactured yeah. now. So it's a it frustrates me sometimes, and it and happens in all three codes that we can't get together and sort out a calendar. So especially in the two minor codes, and I guess in, in the thoroughbreds as well, that we can't all get together. I don't know if the thoroughbreds are a little bit different because of the, the war going on, not the war, but the, the races put on in New South Wales and Victoria. But especially in harness racing, greyhound racing, we need the superstars of the sport competing in our best races. Yeah. And when they're divided in two different states... I think the sports aren't, aren't big enough where we, we were trying to grow them, but I, I think I think we can maybe the speed star or you might have got the, yourself a job with Agra doing the um the yeah well I think time. everyone can come together and we can work <laughs> it out like you only have to it's push tough. it back a week don't you because greyhounds can compete they're a lot different to the, to horses they can compete they can compete within a week. It's tough because then yeah. we would have missed Feral Frankie, for instance. There's always something. Yeah, but yeah, do we know. push it forward, the speed star? I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough one. I what know they've, it's a head scratcher for yeah. them, that's for sure. What about the President's Cup? Unfortunately, I think because of Black Opie, there's a few scratchings. Is that right? There is. Starter rights out. Onions O'Reilly's out. And eight yep. ball are out. I think that leaves the race down to winning chances. But, uh, in my opinion, got some wheels who's a former track record holder there and black opium off the pink, I think will be incredibly hard to okay. beat. Okay. I'll be cheering home Nitro Value. Yeah, he's, that's right. He's an, yeah, essential, he's an our essential dog. 100 to 1 last start. Unbelievable. He paid. Did you back him, Georgie? Absolutely not. I tell you what, one of my favourite greyhound trainers, because I think he's a character, he's a wonderful ambassador for the sport of greyhound racing. His name is Anthony Azapati. And, of course, he trained the Hillsville Cup winner on Sunday afternoon. And Anthony joins us on Off the Leash. Good afternoon to you, Anthony. Yeah, good afternoon, mate. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How's that barbecue looking tomorrow? Oh, mate, I've got the plate all cleaned up, ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Georgie Fridge is looking for an invite. Yeah, I'll be oh, well, I might have to send him a text then. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Anthony. Obviously, this um, come from a, a really long um, planning uh, from you guys. Obviously, he raced in the, the National Sprint uh, Straight Track Championship as well. Tell us um, the, the thought process behind taking him from being a short-course greyhound around the circle tracks and then um, setting him up for a Heelsville Cup. Yeah, look, it all come out when he went, he hurt himself at Horsham um, quite a few weeks back. And we were just, I was just, because he's a sprinter, you know, and I didn't really know, because I did work him up the straight a few times and never really run the time to be a straight tracker, you know, and but I never gave him that chance. So when he got hurt and that, and I just thought, 
We're over 350. Might, it just suit him, you know, that 350, because he's a very fast dog. And more times I put him up, the quicker he was getting. And, yeah, and I sort of set a target for the Hillsville Cup, but he's, he started to get better and better. So I ended up putting him in the straight track championship there, and he went really well. And, yeah, and he ended up um, winning the Hillsville Cup. So, yeah, it's, the plan went off. It was good. Now, didn't he cross well from box eight? It's, um, it's Molly here, Anthony. I was just about to call myself Anthony. I've done that before. Um, now, I had the pleasure of talking to Neil after Murnyong and all won this Hillsville Cup. And I just, I think it's so special that handlers are able to get so excited about being involved. Can you talk me through what kind of trust, I suppose, you have to have with staff members and people taking group class dogs to the races? Because it's really not as simple as just turning up. Oh, no, that's right. You've got to have to trust your staff, you know. it. It's not staff at home, it's all family. Um, we all muck around every day and have a laugh and that, but the trust is a big thing. And for me, I like, I've experienced that, that feeling, you know, that great feeling like winning a good race. And I think, that, you know, the people around you, they've got to feel it as well. And, um, no, look, he was... He, when he won the, oh, sorry, when he ran second heat, he said, oh, you'll be going next week. I'm not going. I said, no, you'll be going next week. I'm not changing no plans. And um, it's very important because he's got a massive buzz out of that and, you know, that means a lot to everybody, you know. Absolutely, Anthony. And the reason you weren't there, obviously, you had uh, Whiskey Riot running around in that terrific bull-eye series for the Million Dollar Chase. Tell us uh, about Whiskey's run. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, probably not much luck in the final drawing box five for Saturday, but uh, he would have been wrapped uh, with the effort. I was ha- absolutely wrapped with his run. He was a... You know, he jumped really well. The section was there. Unfortunately, he got squeezed out onto the corner on the top end there. And when he was sitting second last, I thought, oh, geez, he might struggle here. But, look, when he turned for home and he had to split them dogs, he got a little bit of trouble then. And just to get get beaten, it was a massive effort. So, look, I don't think box five is not the greatest box to have. But if he can get a little bit of clear room, he'll be right at the finish, I reckon. Can we make some money today, Anthony, with, of course... Um, seal the deal at $5 with tab.com today, you and that President's Cup at Horsham. Mate, he's my favourite dog ever, I'll tell you. <laughs> wow, I, that's he, big, Anthony. <laughs> no, he is. We bred him and yeah, reared him in that, so it's pretty special to us. But, look, he's a very fast dog. He's a great chaser, but he's only let down his probably box rise. He doesn't come out really good, but he musters good pace. Look, I think the eight's going to be very hard to beat, but... You know, if he can step, they'll know he's there. And there's also a couple of scratchings as well in the race. Eight ball goes out, Onions O'Reilly, as well as start a right. But like you said, black, black opium, it's just going to be a task. Yeah, well, she's got a box and she's got a vacant box beside her as well. So it's going to make it a little bit easier and a bit harder for us. But we've got a vacant box as well. So, yeah, you just never know in grand racing, you know, it's... Whoever gets a start and gets the luck, and you never know. Well, congratulations with Miranong and all there on Sunday afternoon to take out the Hillsville Cup, and we appreciate your time, Anthony, on Off the Leash this afternoon. No, thank you very much, guys. You have a good day. There's Anthony as a party. Okay, um, we've got about a minute and a half before packing him, so the winners are grinners, Georgie. Yeah, fifteen thousand at a dollar fifty-five on immediate at Shepparton, and then eleven grand at a dollar eighty-five on this smart young pup Avalanche at Sandown. And better luck next time. There was 7100 put on at $5.50 on Shady Tex at Warrigal oh. to finished unplaced.
And then round of applause, $500, put on 11s at Dim Sim at the Meadows. I believe that's trained by the Dailies. You should have been. No, that's Shimmer Shine's yeah. sister. Should have okay. been you and I, yeah. uh, Gareth. Steam too. And uh, <laughs> 500 at uh, 10s in the last race at the Meadows and Tezalenko, who's got some ability. And Georgie, the litter of the week, my favourite breed, the West on Bluebirds. <laughs> they are. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we should be a couple of WA people keen on this. Orson yeah. Allen, of course, who took out a Perth Cup into Glass Roof, who's uh, out of uh, Brett Lee and West on Bluebird to Terrific, terrific damn line throwing the likes of Premium Share, Miata and Co. And so uh, this is her third litter. She's thrown some good ones in her first one. That she has. No, I'm really excited about this one. You're a star, Georgie Farija, and you're a star, Molly. Thanks for your time <laughs> and off the leash. Thanks, Thank you. They are